Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. It's a little tardy, and I apologize, but it's free, so simmer. Simmer down. All right, I had shit to do. I was out this past weekend in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, doing shows. It was a good time. The shows were good, regardless of how that fucking place makes me feel when I walk in. You walk in, and just the look of it all is so depressing because, I mean, everybody there on the casino floor looks like they've been battling a terminal illness for about half a decade. And, uh, you know, they're on the floor and their hobbies include smoking cigarettes inside in the year 2022 and hitting a button that may or may not, but almost definitely will not result in them winning money. And, And you just, you walk in and you wonder how. How in God's name are people with those sort of hobbies going to relate to a person who only eats grass-fed beef and liver? They don't even know what healthy food is, okay? French fries from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse are the most elite type of food that they will ingest in their entire lives. And you wonder, what? How? Is anything I'm about to say going to fucking strike a chord with them in any way, shape, or form? And you know what it does because we're all humans at the end of the day. We're all humans who have skin issues, who have kids or parents that we dislike, who understand about a lot of the plights that I discuss on stage because we all are dealing with things that get under our skin regardless of whether or not... We value the same things in life. And it was a hell of a time. It's a good club because the people who own it, unlike a lot of people who own other clubs, really just, they give a fuck about comedy. They like comedy. They like comics. They treat you well. And uh, shout out to them. Shout out to Wisecrackers in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. It was a good time, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you uh, to the people who came to the show. And uh, happy birthday to my mom, whose birthday it was yesterday. Um, and I went, I went straight from Pennsylvania to the Hamptons to meet my lady who went out there because she doesn't like to be alone while she's pregnant, which is reasonable. Um, met her out there. We sat on the beach. My mom, they, my, my in-laws were nice enough to invite my mom out to the Hamptons on Sunday, which was when I got there. Um, and we were going to do a little celebration of the birthday. And, uh, the thing about my mom is she, you know, she's a hypochondriac. She thinks things are happening that are not happening. She overreacts to things that may be actually happening, but don't warrant that type of response. So, uh, you know, we're sitting on the beach, just waiting, wondering, hoping my parents will show up at some point. And I see, uh, you know, my mother-in-law gets a phone call. Oh, hi, Janet. How's it going? Where are you guys at? And I could see by her response, something was awry, something was amiss. She hangs up the phone. I go, what's going on? They're on their way. And she goes, uh, not quite. Your mom's in the hospital. And any other person who hears that their mother is in the hospital would probably have a visceral reaction. But when your mother growing up goes to the hospital about as often as she goes to the grocery store, you kind of become numb to it. The only reason I was disappointed was not because my mother was in the hospital. It was because it meant her and my father we're no longer going to arrive at a reasonable time to the Hamptons. The plans were all fucked up. 
And, uh, you know, my mom, like any other older woman, has health issues. But uh, this, this is what she does. She, My mom thought she would die watching me just bang strange women and collect STDs like they're fucking baseball rookie cards. She didn't think grandchildren were in her future. She didn't think me getting married was a thing she'd be able to watch. And now that those things are taking place, now that I've conformed to society and I've chosen to live in the dullness that is getting married, married, having kids and just waiting to die. She couldn't be more excited. And I'm kidding. I'm excited. I'm doing those things as well. But she's, she's elated to be a grandmother. She can't believe it. And basically what she's doing is, um, she believes that she wants to be a grandparent so bad and wants to, you know, Spend time with my in-laws, spend time with my wife, my pregnant wife. So bad. She feels so grateful that she's sure that she will be struck down before she gets to experience any of that. She thinks it's all good, too good to be true. So I believe what happened is she was so excited to come out to the Hamptons and hang out with us that she convinced herself something was going wrong. She was convinced something was going to happen that wasn't going, allow, going to allow her to enjoy the day out there. That she convinced herself something was going wrong. And she sent herself into, into the hospital because the mind is a powerful thing. I've talked about that study on here. That was done. They told the fucking group of people who were on the placebo that they were on the anabolic steroids. They told the anabolic steroids group that they were on a placebo. And the placebo responded as if they were on the steroids and the steroids people responded as if they were on the placebo. So she's given herself all these types of ailments because, uh, you know, she won't take the Xanax that she fucking should probably be taking. And that would lead to a whole other host of problems anyway. Prescription drugs are not the answer. But, you know, sometimes people can't be helped in a natural way. So she ended up getting out there. My dad didn't come, of course, because he, you know works a manual labor job where he has to wake up at fucking 4.30 in the morning. So it was no longer reasonable for him to come out there. But she still came out there. And you know we had a good time. Um, but yeah, so I was out in the Hamptons and that's the reason the podcast is late. I got home the other day. I didn't have time to record until now. I apologize. I wanted to wake up. I wanted to work out. I wanted to eat food and I wanted to feel good before I got into the filming of this podcast. And that's what I did. I went to the gym. And I don't, have, I don't know if there's been a better invention than headphones. The beauty of headphones is that, I mean, I will, if I get to the gym and realize that I don't have headphones, I will leave and either get the headphones or just not work out that day. I need the headphones. And the beauty of the headphone is that it allows you to exist in your own world whilst you are in the real world amongst others. If I was forced to go to the gym and play the music that I listen to while working out for everybody else to hear, I would just never go to the gym. It affords me the ability to work out in the world that I, that allow me to have the best type of workout, but that I'm also far too mortified to have be seen by anybody in public. All right. I will work out at an intensity that makes blood vessels pop in my eye. I will then sit up, stare out to everybody on the floor of that gym and take solace in the fact that they have no idea 
that what's getting me that revved up is Wildest Dreams by Taylor Swift. That's the beauty of headphones. Is that I can comfortably get my adrenaline going. As if I just got stabbed with Narcan. But two, the whitest woman of all time singing about hot men. I mean, has there ever been a more talented human being with less swagger in the existence of the world than Taylor Swift? That bitch can write a fucking song. It's like she's so good at writing songs that get stuck in your head for months and months that it prevented any other part of her being from being skilled in any other facet of performance. Taylor Swift looks like she eats mayonnaise on Wonder Bread every day of her life. That's how white of a woman she is. Taylor Swift looks like she was conceived in a gap. She kind of looks like if white noise was a person. And this swaggerless white woman has given me, has gifted me some of the best workouts I've ever had in my life. And I'm thankful to her for that. Um, another white woman I wanted to talk about was Kylie Jenner. Because it's, it's, you know, people are freaking out. Maybe this is old news. It was a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. I don't fucking know. I want to talk about it because she, her, she's getting torn apart for her uh, trips that she's taken on her private jet. Apparently she's taken like 12 minute trips on private jets, which, you know, it's 12 minutes in a private jet. That's at least an hour on land. So it's not that egregious to me. And everybody likes to shit on celebrities for using their private jets and, you know, contributing to global warming at an alarming rate. But uh, I'm not one of those people because I know if you fucking think for a second that if I found a way to make enough money to be able to have a personal plane because a polar bear in a part of the world that I'll never step foot in has to swim a little more often than he used to. You're nuts. Everybody thinks that what everybody wants is money. And that's the most sought after thing of all time. But what it really is that people want and that money leads directly to is convenience. Convenience is my God. Living near where you work and eliminating your commute literally adds time to your life. Having a private jet is the ultimate convenience. There's no traffic on the way to an international airport. There's no TSA. There's no customs. There's no checking your bag. There's no receiving your bag from the luggage carousel. You eliminate all of that shit. That adds up to half a fucking day. Okay? You don't give a fuck about global warming. When the alternative is the feeling of having more time. What is the point of saving the planet and helping it live longer? If in order to do that, you have to spend time standing in line 
with a bunch of peasants at JFK. Let the world burn, if that's your reality. That shit sucks. Flying is unbelievable, and the ability to do that is a gift we take for granted, but there's not one person on planet Earth who wouldn't say flying long distance in a tube with hundreds of fucking dirty, filthy strangers, whether you're in first class or coach, one is definitely better than the other, but really... They both suck. Having your own apartment in the sky is the fucking shit. It's the height of luxury. It's not even traveling. When you can live the exact way you would want to live whilst commuting. When you're just basically in your apartment with people that you want to be around, that's not time wasted. When you're flying from New York to California next to a fucking mouth breather with his shoes off, that is time wasted. It's not productive time. You're getting nothing done. I am, there's nothing I'm more pro than private jet. If you find a fucking way to be able to afford to do that, okay, there's a reason it's so expensive. It's so that very, 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 very fucking few people have the ability to do that. Otherwise, yeah, the damage would be unreasonable. Here's another thing I feel uh, I feel pretty strongly about it because I, I, I saw a video going viral on, uh, I think it was Twitter, of a chick filming her, she called him her baby data, banging, walking in on him, banging somebody. He was in bed with another woman. And... Uh, This is, what, this is what I'm trying to figure out. Cheating on somebody is truly one of the worst things you can do. But all these videos that I'm seeing of men getting caught cheating on their lady with another lady because they did it in the house that they live with the other woman in. Nobody should cheat on anybody, but if you're going to do it, rule number one has to be don't do it in a place the other woman has keys to. Are men really this fucking stupid? Has porn warped all of our minds that we think that when said woman walks in on us cheating, the only punishment they're going to be able to come up with is to join in on the fun? Is that what men think is going to happen? Is that why they're doing it? I can't think of any other reason. Why you would bang somebody else in the house you live with the other person in. You're begging for your life to be ruined. You're begging to get caught. Now let me give a quick shout out to the Patreon family. Um, shout out to new Patreon member, wild name, Ogan Madden, E-O-G-H-A-N, that looks like you smacked your head onto the keyboard and just let it type out whatever you wanted for that first name there. All right, shout out to Carly McManus, Brandon Arner, Kim, Stacy Madison, true producer, Brandon Arner, true producer. 
Chris Atchison, John Burhat, Paul, Kyle Horner, true producer, Michael Van Over, true producer, Nicholas Langren, true producer, Liz Harwood, true producer, Philip Free, Kaylin Andy, John Ogren, true producer, Kai, Melissa Pryor, Chris Manfredi, Trevor Vacris. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Tola Bayset as well for uh, doing more than anybody ever has for spreading the name of this podcast. Shout out to you, bro. I appreciate you. Um, shout out to the dude who saw me. I was in the Hamptons, like I said the other day. I was in a candy store. I was out in town. Not a candy store. It was an ice cream shop that sold candy. I guess it's a candy store. Um, I was in there with my wife and her parents. And, uh, you know, we got some cream and then we headed out. And then I got home later that night and I had a fucking DM from a dude who was like, yo, were you just in a candy store in the Hamptons? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, I saw you. I didn't want to disturb you, not say hi, yada, yada. I'm, you, I'm fucking stewing about you, not saying it. You know how fucking good I would have looked, dude, in front of my wife's parents who think I'm just a broke fucking psycho pursuing a dream? If you had stopped me instead of you, Nick Alex, in front of them, how many fucking brownie points that would have earned me? And instead you kept your goddamn mouth shut? Come on, man. You could have fucking, mmm, big missed opportunity there. I wish you said that. If you see me in public, especially with people, say, say something. Say hey to me. One, because it would, it just even if I'm alone, say something. I love that. Just be a cordial, normal, you know, civilized human being. But especially if I'm with, make me look cool, bro. Make me look cool. That would have been huge. That would have felt good. Um, a lot of brownie points I could have, would have, should have earned there. That we didn't take advantage of. What are you going to do? Next time you see me, make a scene, guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, join the Patreon if you haven't. Rate and review this podcast if you have not. Um, add me to your favorites on Instagram so that you see the shit that I post. And you can like it and get it into the algorithm. And uh, yeah, man, keep listening, keep spreading the word, keep supporting me and my comedy. I appreciate you guys. You're the shit. Um, stay safe. Take care out there. All right. Monkeypox is going around. Apparently, if we have to deal with another fucking pandemic, I'm going to have a meltdown. If my wife gets some sort of fucking new hivy blistery pus filled bursting bubbles on her body while she's pregnant with my kid gonna have a meltdown. I can't get to the woods quick enough. There's nothing here for me anymore. Yeah, there's comedy clubs, but fuck them. Can't even get into them. I'm, 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 dude, dude. <laughs> if I could have named this podcast, dude, and then be able to depict just me shaking my head, I would have. That's how I start almost all of my sentences now. Getting into a club, I might as well be trying to land on the fucking moon. That's how difficult this shit is. I'll air this shit out on the Patreon. I'm not going to talk about it here. But goddamn, I just got to keep building and building. Keep following me. Please follow me on uh, YouTube. It is the most important um, social media site that you could support me on. And my support is lackluster there. I have a lot of subscribers that aren't translating to whatever the fuck, you know, engagement and shit for whatever reason. I don't know. But uh, yeah, go over there and please like my videos, subscribe, like my podcast, watch it. Watch it on there as well. It's a good time. 
see my fucking stupid face rant and talk about shit instead of just listening. But yeah, man, you guys are the best. I appreciate you. Stay safe. Take care. Bye. Bye.